You're listening to Talk Drive Radio. I'm Kelly. And uh, Thomas the Third. We're them damn Indians. Uh, it was an eventful weekend, to say the least. Uh, of course, the big Chronic Palooza event was this weekend. And from the video footage that you posted, um, it was a pretendian hellscape. Yeah, it was pretty pretty interesting. Uh, there was a lot going on. Like a, a whole lot going on all at the same time in a lot of different areas. And uh, so, like, I didn't even know exactly where it was going to be at or anything until I actually was on our way, looked at the tickets and all that. But it was actually at Crossroads Mall. So, like, the mall that's shut down now where people used to get stabbed and shot at regularly was featured on gangland and all that kind of stuff listen back in the day crossroads mall was legit but now it is literally a shell of its former self and it's sad it's it's just sad to drive by and look at it you know let alone like go inside of it or whatever well those are just you know those are the uh uh, uh how would you say i guess those are the casualties of the internet yeah, that's true. You know, nobody has to go to the mall to go buy all the different shit that they need because they can just put it all in their Amazon cart or whatever. Or, so, yeah, whatever. But Yeah. But, yeah, and so it's like I said, I think that even the, the super spreader event inside <laughs> would have still probably been okay if it was more open. But... Like the out, like the outside of it, like was I right? Am I right? There was luchadora, midget wrestling. Like I don't know what else to call it. I, 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 you know, sorry for not being politically correct. I don't think they call well, it dwarf well, wrestling. I mean, I don't know yeah, what they, they call it. Like they call it, they call it midget wrestling. So the people involved in it refer to themselves as midgets. Then I'm gonna call. Then that's how I shall refer to them also, because they're okay. Because I saw, I saw a couple of females wrestling. Uh, I did see the the luchadores. The, uh, yeah, the the lucha libre mask, the lucha libre mask. <laughs> yeah, uh, I did see them. But then I seen some uh, some women wrestling later on, and one of them had a midget lives matter shirt on. So uh, yeah, it was it was uh, it was interesting. So I was, I was standing there, I was. I couldn't walk. I, it, it was a train wreck. You know what I mean? Like, you couldn't stop watching it. So I'm watching these midgets wrestle, right? And then all of a sudden, I, I, You're cutting I hear out. a drum group. You're cutting out. Cutting out? Yeah. You said but you said you were you were watching the, the wrestling, and then all of a sudden, what? Behind me. Powwow singing. A drum group. Okay. And I'm like, oh, okay, maybe they got some dancers or something, whatever. So I start walking towards the powwow music. And as I come walking up to this this singing, I look up and and there's these dudes twirling fire. Like, like kind of like the I guess like the Polynesians or the Pacific Islanders what? would do. Why? Like I've seen, I, I've seen the 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 Pacific Islanders. I've I've seen. Yeah, it. I yeah, had yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Like it's this cool. was not them. This uh, was not. This was not Pacific Islanders. This was like a couple white dudes and a black dude from Oklahoma what? City that had picked this up. Like 
they weren't even that good at it. Like it was, it was very, it was very interesting um, because I had never seen that particular combination. I've been in, I've been several places where those Polynesians were dancing at the same place that we were dancing at. I've seen that happen several times. But they're not twirling fire. No, not at the same time. Like not not as one as one show. And so I walked up. And I'm I'm sitting there. I I go Facebook Live because oh, it's just I uh, it. yeah, it's, I it's pretty every painful minute of it. <laughs> pretty interesting because I like I said that's the first time I'd ever seen anything like that. Well, the guys that were singing, I knew them. I know that drum group, and they're they're a good drum group. And, you know, I was, I was sitting there because the, the music, when I heard, when you hear powwow singing, you know if it's, if it's real or not. You know, if it's like an actual drum group or if they just got, you know, some kind of amateurs or whatever. These guys are a real drum group. And so I, I had to go talk to them afterwards, after they got done. And they were like, man, we didn't even know that was going to happen. Like, they just asked us to sing. And then next thing you know, we looked up and these guys are twirling fire. Oh, thank God. I was just, oh, thank God. Like, I had so many questions. Okay, please continue your story. <laughs> and yeah, I'll, so, I'll save my judgment for the drum group. So the, the drum group had nothing to they had nothing Release. to do with it. It was just kind of, I don't know, spur of the moment thing. I guess those guys were there. But the look, on, I should have got closer because the look on these guys' faces when they were doing this, the only way that I could really describe it is like Napoleon Dynamite on whenever he's in the happy hands club like that kind of concentration and and dedication to this and one dude one dude dropped his damn fire stick like seven times he kept on dropping it and i'm like you better not swing that motherfucker too hard bro it's gonna go into the go into the stands or something you know go to the wrestling yeah don't set the wrestlers on fire and yeah, so I stood there, and we, we watched that for a little while, and I was like, you know what? Let's go see what's going on at the entertainment stage, you know, because it was like rappers. Oh, this wasn't the entertainment? No, no, this is the secondary stage. So they had the big stage, like the stage where Exhibit was on the day before. Apparently, we went on the wrong day because they had Exhibit. Damn it. And, like, you know, some other people the day before. Uh, apparently, Chronic Palooza blew their whole budget on Saturday, and so on Sunday it was just kind of like let's get some open mic going or just you know shit some show shit free for all. Yeah, so we went over to go listen to the music because you know I'm into hip hop, like I I love hip hop, underground hip hop. You know, I know a lot of these dudes in the scene, so I, I'll support. You know, so we go walking over to the stage, and this guy is starting his set. And the first thing that comes on is is a like a clip from a DMX song. He's uh, like, oh, R.I.P. DMX and all this, whatever. Okay. And so I'm like, all right. <laughs> first off, all right, you you open up with DMX. Uh, you're setting yourself up, right? Like, I mean, yeah, you have like to, that's that's totally what I'm thinking. Okay, we go ahead. You're gonna have to go like extra hard because like you, you better know, not fuck it up. Yeah. And so this dude, he's like talking about how songs on 103.5 in the city and all this kind of shit, whatever. And he comes out and he starts rapping and it was not good. His levels weren't good. His voice didn't sound like what the 
the song sounded like because you know he had all the the background vocals in the song but it was like he was he was forgetting his his words and like technical difficulties and i mean it was all kind of shit going on and i sat there and i listened to a couple songs and i said you know what you should you, you fucked yourself automatically as soon as you started that dmx it was not i didn't hear that man bark not one time there was no growls like, if you're going to start with DMX, you better at least bark at somebody. Do something. Come with some energy. <laughs> For real. You got like... to come with some sort of energy. You know, that's not that's not the move. But, yeah, I, it was it was a. It was kind of a shit show. Yeah. Um, at that point was when I made my way back to the midget wrestling and, and watched a couple of a uh, couple of midget ladies hit, hit each other over the head with uh, cookie sheets. So, uh, okay. Yeah, that was, that was interesting. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I got a lot of, a lot of free stuff, met a lot of people. So, you know, it, it was, it was all right to a certain extent. Um, to me, I, I enjoyed it more for the fact that it was, uh, it was, it would kind of show you what is possible, what you can, what kind of festivals you can possibly legally put on. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because the bar is very low. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's what I needed. That's what I needed to see because that's, you know, that was the question was how, how far are they going to allow you to take this? You know, because we, we talked about any kind of festivals where it's going to be smoker friendly. Are you going to have to put up like a smoker's area? Are you going to have to do this card people and be, you know, there was not a whole lot of that. There wasn't, there wasn't any designated areas. There wasn't any like, like the cops were just walking around through there, not really bothering anybody. Um, Just everybody smoking. I mean, it was just weed everywhere. Uh, Everybody smoking. There was, you know, people selling pre-rolls. Uh, dabs and uh, all kind of smoking accoutrement. Were people giving away like swag and things like that? Like actual like products and things like samples or were they trying oh, to sell yeah. everything? Or Oh yeah. I've, I've, I, let's see. I think I got three pre-rolls. Uh, one of those uh, little cavies. Those little uh Almost like moon rock joint. A uh, couple of dabs. What? Uh, yeah, I got like a whole bag full of crap, like all kind of stickers and like koozies and yeah, it was interesting. So, huh. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you know, like I said, it it's uh, it showed me what kind of festivals would be possible. You know what? What you can what you can legally get away with, basically. I hear you, so and I'm sure a lot it, of it has to do with the with the kind of insurance you have too. Yeah. So, but you know, it's a. It was pretty interesting. It was a. It was an experience for sure. Huh. Well, it's like I said. As soon as I saw your video and saw you go live, it, it just brought. You know, we've been talking about. C-Pain or corporations posing as indigenous nations and as soon as I saw that 
I was like, uh, like right here in Oklahoma and this drum group, like I, I like, I am so glad that you cleared that up about that drum group because like that's who I was, that's who most of my anger was directed at was the drum group because I'm like, so these guys went and like hooked up with these pretendians and like, was that their chief off to the side? With the giant staff, I don't know what that guy was. He I actually mean, called he called the the drum group by the wrong name at one point, so he wasn't paying attention. I mean, wasn't like a professional deal, but I mean, I I can understand. Like I've I've been in these situations where somebody hires you to do something, and then you get there, and they got this whole other idea about how shit's supposed to go. And, you know, there's not a lot you can do about it other than say, well, fuck you. I don't want you to pay me anymore, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, but okay. So isn't the bigger issue, though, the organizers allowing this pretendian nonsense in Oklahoma? Like, oh, I'm all about it now. Like Daniel Strong Walker Thomas, he don't know what he did. Well, <laughs> like He has absolutely no clue the kind of sicko that he turned on to this issue. Yeah. And it was, and we've talked about this a lot because in, in the cannabis industry, it's, a, it's, a, uh, it happens a lot with, with native culture. And so just, just in that, just in that festival, there was one tent that was called great spirits where they were, they had, it was, it was India, Indian kind of thing, oh. maybe Pakistani or something. Oh, but... so they weren't trying to be, they weren't trying to be like natives? No, they, they kind of were. No, they, they kind of were, though. It was, uh, it was like a mix. Wait. Like it was, it was real, it was real cultural appropriation-y because it was like Middle Eastern music and like, uh, but these girls were dressed more mediterranean maybe and then like they had like sage and some kind of uh random like wing of some bird that they were smudging people off with <laughs> okay but i got a free pre-roll out of it which was it was a really good pre-roll it was the best pre-roll i got the whole day but uh was it was it white people was it white people or you know it was both. It was a. Uh, there were. There were. Uh, yeah, I. You know, to me, it, it may have been one of these deals where the white folks were the ones that were running the thing, but they had brown folks kind of uh, being the face of it. <laughs> it's like the DJ was a brown dude. The the girls that you know welcomed you in, and they're all like wearing like. Uh, see-through like dresses, you know. It was it was interesting, that's for sure. But I mean, it was it was a lot of the other, you know, the other uh, dispensaries and and companies and stuff that we've seen that that uh, culturally appropriate, uh, you know, native native culture. Uh, I saw a booth with the the medicine man whatever that we saw that one time and, and uh, uh, just different, you know, 
different ones like that. There's 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 a lot of that. A lot of those uh, using a chief head or you know that kind of stuff. Uh, but there was a few a few native owned businesses there too as well. Native Brothers Dispensary was there. Were so, they kind of getting uh, lost in the shuffle amidst all of the pretendian nonsense? Uh, you know, they may have, and that would be something to ask them. I mean, I'd like to I'd like to talk to some native dispensary owners and see what they think about these non-native dispensaries that that have, you know, uh, something in their name or something in their logo or something that would that would uh, lead people to believe that it was native owned. Cultural appropriation in the cannabis business. I like it. Let's find some yeah. native native uh, dispensary owners and producers. So y'all got the call. Um, if y'all want to come on and talk about this, uh, hey, we'll get it together. Get a Zoom. Yeah, Indians. We're we're uh, we're right behind Jamaicans in that in that category. You know what? And we should not let anybody further appropriate our culture or further take anything away from American Indians because, goddamn, y'all got our land and all of our resources and everything else. So, your fucking hands out of our pockets now. <laughs> That's what I say. I'm fired up today. I'm telling you, I was mad. I was, I was horrified after I saw your video, <laughs> and I was just, yeah. I was I was down the rabbit hole about that. But drum group, I know you don't give a shitey shite, but you're forgiven by this damn ending. Cause, and they were doing a great job, right? Like the drum group. Oh, yeah. I was like, hey. And, and yeah, at, they were first, singing. <clears throat> at first. That's why, that's why I thought there was dancers, because it was real singing. Yeah. You know at, what I mean? At first, I thought that you were going live because of the powwow drum. Like, yeah. oh, hey, there's Indians out here, right? And I heard them. I was like, oh, yeah. And then you notice the guys right there twirling the fire. And what were they dressed in? Like some kind of Street druid. Clothes. Some kind of druid. Uh, no, one guy looked like he was in some kind of uh, druid priest, like black ninja outfit. I don't know. Like it was very odd. Yeah, it was very I don't odd. know the ones that I, the ones that I was looking at. They had like regular street clothes on, like and twirling just, fire. What kind of? Yeah, we got so much to talk about about that. Like that's not even paying any kind of respect to anything. Like you ain't going out there in your damn street clothes yeah. for that. Like, anyway. yeah, it was, that was uh, that was pretty interesting. But I'm glad I'm glad the homies got to sell some CDs out of it at least. Anyway. <laughs> Yes, um, but yeah, uh, so sounds like it was a, a shit show at Chronic Deluza. <laughs> yeah, if I wasn't busy on Saturday, it probably would have been cool to go up there then. They said there was a lot lot going on on Saturday. But. Interesting. Well, you know, at, at least, at least uh, you can fill me in on what you now think is possible. Because from what I saw and from what I heard, um, yeah, the bar's really low. So get ready, y'all. Get ready. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. We are indigenous. We're independent. It's a beautiful Monday, and we are glad to be them damn Indians at Talk Jive Radio.